Inspire Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. A warm welcome to the Inspire Radio podcast. The Inspire Radio podcast is an opportunity to listen again to one of the thought-provoking and inspirational interviews brought to you by the team here at Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio is online 24 hours a day, seven days a week with inspirational guests from around the world, feel-good music, the quiet zone, Inspire Smooth, the meditation hour as well. Inspire Radio is your truly feel-good radio station. Sit back and enjoy the podcast from the team at Inspire Radio. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Hour. It's with me, Adele G, and today my guest speaker is Jessica de la Morena. Now, Jessica is half Spanish and half American. And she's currently living in Madrid. Now, she had the most exciting career. She was a high-flying executive until cancer stopped her. Her passion is now to help people find strength and find their inner hero in times of disruption. So not only for people suffering from cancer, but people suffering from mental health or any physical disabilities that just can't get back on their feet. Jessica has shown that she can do that. Rather than troll through all the Facebook pages that she can find and the groups that she can join uh, to find inner solace, she's found instead that people are weeping and sad and upset about their their problems and it's not helping her in the way she had hoped. So she's found another way to deal with it, not looking at the doom and gloom and looking through the disabilities that people have mentally, physically, that are getting them down. But instead, she's turned it around in her own life, and she's hoping to help others, and she is helping others currently do the same and see the positives all the way right through adversity. So join me for the next 20, 30 minutes whilst I speak to Jessica de la Morena. Inspire Radio. Welcome, Jessica. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. How are you feeling? Thanks, Adele. Um, I am feeling uh, pretty okay today. (laughs) Thank you. Um, You know, I'm in the middle of a a treatment uh, for um, my illness. Yeah. Uh, And so... I I'm, have my days where I, I don't feel so well. Um, today is a good day, good, thankfully. Good, good to hear. Well, we're going to hear all about your story. It is very intriguing. It's very inspiring, which is perfect for our show, Inspirational Hour. So it's great to have you here. But at what, what about the pandemic? Where are you in the world at the moment? And, and how is the pandemic affecting you and your family yeah, the pandemic has been really tough. Um, uh, very uh, sadly, I lost both of my grandparents um, to the pandemic, oh, no. uh, to COVID uh, and COVID-related um, illnesses. And well, it's also nice for me to mention them. Um, they were 94 and 97. Mm-hmm. And I think of them very often and we miss them dearly. Um, and it's been really tough. You know, I think a lot of us are going through um you know, grief and loss of family members and having to go through that 
being far away from them um, and not being able to, you know, do what we normally would do in these types of cases, I think has been has been tough for me and for for a lot of people going through the same. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's an awful time, isn't it? Especially when people are losing elderly relatives who did not have chance to see before they pass away. So I think so many yeah. countries are struggling with this. Now, I know you're currently in yeah. Spain, in Madrid, as am I. So I'm just a bit further south than you, getting all the sun, <laughs> getting all the sunshine down here. Sorry about that. Um, but I want to talk about, you've, you've sort of started talking about your illness there. Um, I did yeah. uh, say in the introduction, I didn't say what illness that was. But in 2018, you were diagnosed with an aggressive type of cancer now how did you process your immediate thoughts at that time following that diagnosis yeah yeah well um initially it was it was obviously a very scary um moment for me and um and while i waited for those uh initial tests to come back um you know it wasn't clear what the real status of of the situation was um, and so there was potential for for it to have been in different parts of my body. And so for a week, I, I spent um, the whole week thinking, you know, that I, that I had it everywhere. And so it was very hard, um, you know, to kind of stay uh, present um, through that time of waiting. Um, but when when I finally got the full diagnosis and all the information, um, and I was told that it was localized, and though it was very large and it was aggressive, but it was localized that I and that I had a plan of action. Um, that's when I was able to to really um, kind of focus and zero in on that um, that treatment that I was going to have, mm. and actually feel uh, grateful that it was localized and that it wasn't, you know, extended, and that there wasn't a treatment for me and an option for me. And so I chose to really focus on that moving forward. Good, good news. Um, sufferers yeah. of, as we know, sufferers of any illness would be inclined to do the usual Google search, which can be awful. You know, even if you say you've got a stomach ache, it could turn up with loads of horror stories. But you're inclined to do that because you want to know if there's any help out there, any, you know, if you have those symptoms um, that the diagnosis is supposed to give you. We join social media groups. We look for answers. We look for support. What did you find while searching for answers? That's a really great question. So indeed, that's that's the first reaction that one has is, is to Google it, right? And um, and as soon as I did, I immediately thought that I really shouldn't have. Um, I regretted it. And the reason being is that so much information out there is potentially erroneous, but it's also very, very negative. And there's a very negative spin to things. No one you find a lot of information about mortality rates and you know the terrors of you know side effects of treatment and 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 the sort of things no and and when i looked at um at uh patient support groups uh what i was finding was a lot of of you know just people complaining or i don't know if i want to use the term complaining but at least you know, focusing a lot on those negative aspects. Um, and so I had to be very particular about what I looked at and what I read, and even about the people I had around me. And, 
and really be decisive that I only wanted positivity and constructive um, mindsets around me. And so I, I, I really, you know, didn't look online anymore. And, and as soon as, you know, I saw that there was negativity around me, I really stopped it. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize that, but, but, you know, it's, it's very common that someone wanting to empathize and relate to uh, someone going through cancer, they, they usually will, will say, oh, well, my mother had it, or, you know, my cousin had it. And, and generally it, it, it gets that, that comment is followed by a, a pretty bad comment. You no, know, they might say, oh, you know, my aunt had it and she passed away. And, and so I just, the first time that happened, it was just devastating because it made me think, you know, obviously about that option. Um, and then I decided, you know what, I'm not going to um, allow that type of conversation, even though the person is trying to be helpful. Yeah. Um, I'm going to nip it in the bud. So it was quite common for me, you know, to, you know, meet someone who didn't know what was happening to me and who would start to say something. And I would say, excuse me, you know, is, is what you're about to say going to be helpful and uplifting for me? Mm. <laughs> And, oh. and I would, you know, and if it wasn't, then I said, you know what, thank you so much. Uh, just, you know, maybe we can talk about that, you know, later on another time. Um, but right now I just, I just want to be uplifted. People don't realize, do they? It's so strange, but we must've done it as well at some point in our lives when you're faced with Absolutely. somebody, when you're faced with something that somebody's just told you and you just don't necessarily say the right thing. You fumble over some kind of, oh, yeah, oh, right, yeah, somebody else I know. And you don't get it right. So we can't blame the people, can we? But like you said, Absolutely. You've, got to, you've got to stop it. Things are not helpful, even though they're just fumbling around. But, I mean, most people, you, you've taken a positive side to it. You've sort of asked people to, to stop you know, whilst they're trying to think of what to say to you. Um, but anybody that's been given a life-threatening disease uh, would be rocked by it. I mean, even the strongest person wouldn't be able to focus and keep positive. So how is it that you've moved forward? I mean, when you say you're trying to look for the positive aspects, how have you done that? How have you moved forward in it? Apart from saying to people, don't say it, don't say what you're going to say to me. What else is, have you how have you done it? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so I've always kind of had that mantra. Serendipity is, is my mantra. And I and I've always really looked for the positive uh, opportunity and things. Um, but, you know, it's not the same to look for the positive opportunity of, you know, I don't know, a, a concert that you're looking forward to being canceled and, and saying, oh, well, this gives me an opportunity to, you know, to do something else. Um, it's very different when we are talking about something so core to you, like your health. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this was uh, definitely uh, an, an opportunity to really, um, you know, work through that. Um, I would say that, of course, I, you know, I had to process all those really tough emotions of fear and sadness and anger and everything else that can possibly happen. Um, but at the same time, when, when something like that rocks you, you know, to your core, you know, it's like the, the rug is pulled out from under you and you just kind of have to stop and, and, you know, the world stops just kind of like with the pandemic, right? And, yeah. and it gives you the opportunity to stop and to, you know, really dig, dig deep and listen inside. Um, and, you know, in this context, it's just really focusing on the present 
and and really, you know, thinking about how, um, you know, I have the opportunity to to decide. No, I I, I might be having this happen to me, but I'm not a victim, um, and I have the possibility to decide how I'm going to react, uh, what actions I'm going to take, um, you know, how, how I'm, what I'm, what am I going to do with this, with this experience? Um, and so, I mean, I think that the, the, those are kind of like the takeaways from, from this experience for me. Um, but when you're in the moment, I think if I were to suggest like a, um, a technique or, you know, how to bring your focus, it's, it's really to bring your focus back to, to the current moment. Mm. Um, to remember, you know, when you notice that your thoughts are going into, you know, non-constructive areas such as, you know, playing out a death situation or, or the likes, or, you know, abandoning your children or, or anything like that, then it's just to really, you know, be observant that those are your thoughts. You are not your thoughts. Um, of course, it's it's natural to go there, but yeah. is it helpful for me at this time? And and so really, it's just to be very conscious and, you know, practices like meditation and um, other kind of quieting my uh, mind, uh, you know, exercise or, mm. you know, activities that really bring you back uh, and keep you in the present are great because they allow you to to do that and to and to not let your mind uh, kind of run wild. Yeah, I imagine you think very differently to other people who are not, you know, sort of thinking about a life-threatening disease. It, it's other things become so much more important, like your present moment, your kids. I mean, how has cancer and your ongoing treatment impacted on your personal life with your family, your children and your professional one? Yeah, um, well, you know, it's been tough. Um, I, you know, I have two two daughters um, who are now they're they're 12 and um and 11 um and they've for them it's been it's it's been tough i think children have such a gift for us because they they as when they're young they don't have preconceived notions about anything right and so um you know initially when i started going through this process um they they were not aware about anything related to this illness and so um, I really tried to keep things as objective as I could. And, um, you know, when I shared uh, information of what I was going through or, you know, that I would lose my hair, I, I tried to explain it in the most positive way I could. Um, they helped me in many contexts. Like, um, you know, when I was uh, nervous about losing my hair, the way they saw it was just so pure and, you know, non-stigmatized that it, it really just, helped me also see it like they did exactly. Um, and so um, they they were really helpful and amazing support for me, and it, they're just a pillar and a cornerstone of of how I'm you know managing and you know one of my greatest purposes in life, right, is to be here with them and enjoy every day with them. Absolutely, but it's also impacted on your professional life as well, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. Um, it it has allowed me in a lot of ways to transform professionally as well, because um, I think, you know, just also this uh, this concept of slowing down and really being more of an owner of my decisions and, and really choices and realizing that, you know, when, when we're in the busyness of day to day, we kind of get dragged along um, with this inertia of, of what we do every day. And we don't even think about why we're doing it. Right. And so, 
um, it just it just opened up so many questions for me and allowed me to break down a lot of things that I was doing um, in my personal and professional environment um, and to change them. And so I've definitely um, been really focused on on areas in my professional life that have um, <clears throat> have expanded. And I've, I think I, I you know, I have um evolved and become, you know, even a, a better professional uh, in the areas that, that I've been working in, but it's also really allowed me to get involved in, in other areas related to, um, you know, talent development and helping, you know, uh, colleagues and, and teammates uh, transform and really mm. find that, um, that strength within um, and apply it both to their personal and professional lives. Um, mm. So that's been also really uh, an, an, an interesting complement to my, you know, already very uh, fun and enriching uh, professional life. So um, it's been it's been a great, uh, great opportunity for me professionally well, as well. You've certainly been busy uh, while you've been going through your treatment because you've started a project and a website named You Are the Hero. So what's the meaning behind the name and who is it aimed at? Yeah. So, well, the first time I went through my illness, I really, you know, struggled with with something that we talked about earlier, right? Which which is this this area aspect of of just only finding negative information out there, no? And so, um, it was only through word of mouth and through speaking to people that were in my same mindset of positivity and you know constructivism that that I was able to find word of mouth recommendations and and tips and. And, you know, that kind of outlook. And so, um, you know, I thought about it quite a lot and thought, wow, you know, I really would like to have this for myself. And and I don't I don't see it anywhere. Um, and as time progressed after I went through my illness the first time, I kept thinking that I would like to build that for others so that they they don't have to go through the same thing I did. Um, and so when, when I had this, uh, relapse and, you know, suddenly I had to be, you know, on, uh, on leave and, you know, had some major surgeries and, and had to take a lot of, uh, rest time. Um, I just thought, you know what, this is the moment that I'm going to, um, kind of think this through and see how I can make it a reality. And so I told numerous friends about it and, um, and I'm just so grateful and, and just, so appreciative and lucky to have, you know, these, these close friends in my life because they were like, you know what, we're going to do this. Um, and we're going to help you do this. And so, you know, I didn't feel well, but, um, but slowly, but surely we, we kind of built up this, this website, um, based on this idea of, of, um, you are the hero. Um, and the meaning is that, you know, as I went through my whole journey, I realized that, that what, what was really, you know, what I was looking for outside, you know, in, in, in external sources um, was really within the whole time. Right. And so mm -hmm. I, I really was able to tap into that inner strength. And and I really think, you know, we all have our heroes inside and and it's just a question of unleashing it. And, and the way to unleash it is to become um, aware of your capability and that it's in there and that, you know, when you see other people transforming and you see how they're doing it, then it, it basically allows you to do the same. And so well, that's what my community is all about. It, 
It's great. What a great name, though. It's perfect because you don't realize how strong you are until you are faced with adversity. I don't think you ever know your capability and your strength to go through it. Um, but give us some examples, for example. So say we go onto your website and we join your community. Um, give us some mm -hmm. examples of what lessons people can learn from doing so. Right. So the community is, is for two for two kinds of people, put it this way. Um, so on the one hand, if you're someone who's going through adversity right now um, and you're kind of, you know, in the midst of it and feeling very overwhelmed, the purpose behind you are the hero for you is basically that you can come in and be inspired and guided by other people's stories about how they overcame their adverse adversity and what resources and techniques and, and you know what people helped them and, and how they got through it and what their suggestions are for anybody going through adversity. Now, what what is really interesting here is that you know, you as, as someone starting out in your journey, you can go ahead and look on the website, you can read through all the stories, or you can do a search by keyword and look for a specific topic, or you can even, you know, look by category. Um, so we have all types of diversity, um, sorry, of, we have a diversity of adversity. <laughs> um, and so basically we have, we have stories related to anything ranging from COVID to, um, you know, uh, divorce to health issues. And, and so any of those stories can be helpful for you and they can really inspire you to, to take um, control of your well-being journey and to look within, find that inner strength that we all have and, you know, really shift from that victim kind of mentality to a proactive mentality where, where you really, you know, let that inner hero out. Um, now, for those of you who, who, for people who have already kind of unleashed their inner heroes because, you know, they've been through adversity or, you know, they've gone through a process where they've, they've come to that realization. I also wanted to, to create a community for us as well, where, where we can share our stories, right? So um, those who have found their inner heroes can help others by sharing their story and sharing their recommendations and, you know, their tips and, and anything that can be helpful for others. Um, writing the story is extremely therapeutic and healing. Um, for someone and also, you know, having the that experience of being vulnerable and opening yourself up and, you know, releasing those emotions is a really beautiful experience um, for someone who, who has already been through um, adversity and especially knowing that that sharing that story can be so helpful for others. So on the website, people who would like to share their story can come, there's a the section called share your story and there they're able to submit a story. They're, they're all 500 words or less. Um, and the only rule is basically that, you know, it should follow the values of the community. Um, and you probably have guessed already, but those values are, are all related to, you know, trust and respect and, you know, being positive and uplifting and, um, wanting to, um, to kind of, you know, inspire others and, and, you know, share that kind of serendipitous, uh, information that can, that can really bring someone uh, up when they really need it. Um, Perfect. so yes, I'm looking for heroes who are, who are happy to, um, to want to help others. And then, you know, I'd like this community 
community to be available to as many people as possible. Um, because I think it's, it's, it, it's a valuable resource for anybody going through, through adversity. Oh, excellent. It sounds like as well, a completely different experience to going onto social media and trying to find the groups that you could possibly belong to. You know, if you're menopausal, you look for uh, menopausal groups and, uh, they're not always necessarily uh, positive. You know, you can hear about all the symptoms and all the doom and gloom side of it. But before we go further into that, I just want to take a quick break for some feel good music and stay right there, Jessica, because we'll be just back in a few minutes time. For all our listeners, stay tuned to my chat with Jessica de la Morena for more. Time for another inspirational quote from Inspire Radio. Be happy. Be inspired. Hi, this is Gail. I would like to share one of my favourite motivational quotes. When one eye is fixed upon your destination, there is only one eye left with which to find the way. Joe Hyams. Thanks for listening to Inspire Radio. Be happy. Be inspired. With inspirational guests from across the world, this is Inspire Radio. Okay, and we're back. Hopefully you enjoyed the music there. Jessica, you're still with us. Now, just before the break there, I was talking about the difference between going onto your website and finding very a very positive experience from very welcoming people who are suffering or have suffered from some adversity and they're going through it or coming out the other end or have been through it that seem to empower others so it's not about you just putting a list of positive quotes out there there's spaces here and there on your website where people can share their stories and the value of the the website is all about uplifting and keeping others uplifted and you know no doom and gloom like you would see on some social media pages when you you try and look for people like who are suffering the same as you I only know this because I've been on menopausal groups and (laughs) and I think oh I must be in about three different ones on on Facebook and I keep thinking why am I on here (laughs) so so yours sounds like a, a completely different experience and we'll come to how to to find you uh later on but what qualities and qualifications do you hold personally to enable you to uplift, guide and empower others? Uh, apart from obviously your experience, you've got some qualifications behind you as well, haven't you? Um, yeah, I would say the first qualification is that I have an inner hero and we all have that, right? And and I think that's what, what this is about is to share, is to unveil reveal that inner hero and to share what, you know, how you, how you got through your adversity. Um, I also have um, qualifications in the space of coaching, which I think is a a really useful um, skill to have because it's really all about, you know, asking um, the the person being coached to look within. Right. And so I think it, it very much fits with, with this whole kind of, um, theme of, of you are the hero. Um, I've also been working in, in, in some transformational leadership, um, topics in, in my current, uh, role in my company. And that has also, um, been a beautiful experience and it's allowed me to, um, you know, bring in kind of this personal experience and share it with others more widely. 
though, truth be told, I've been known to share my personal experience in, you know, even tech, uh, tech presentations, um, you know, as a means by which to, to also empower and kind of, there's a lot of, you know, uh, similes in, and metaphors that are really kind of interesting there. Um, but indeed, um, I think it's, it's just really everybody who has gone through um, adversity mm. has the opportunity to transform and to, you know, use it as, as, a, as, a, as kind of a means by which to, 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 to evolve and grow and, and recover. Mm. Um, the question is whether you're, you're up for it and whether, you know, you, you take the opportunity and I find that uh, in many contexts, the the way in which that happens is when you're exposed to transform transformation of others, and so that's why I um, I'm so uh, just passionate about you know people uh, being able to share that with others because I think as soon as someone going through adversity and is in the middle of it where it's just so hard to see you know you're in the woods and all you see are trees and it's just so hard to see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. When you see that, that that capacity is there, it allows you to turn in and, uh, and to really have that confidence in yourself and little by little take those steps necessary to, to recover and heal and grow and, and make it an opportunity. What kind of people do you actually attract uh, to your website? Because we're not just talking women here, because anybody can be faced with adversity at any time. So do you find that, that male men are attracted to the website too young and old and middle-aged? Or, you know, does it, does it sort of bring in people from all walks of life? Absolutely, all walks of life and all demographics and and also worldwide. Um, so the you know I'm I'm half American, half Spanish. Um, I in my mind, I mean, I think in both Spanish and English. And so that was one of the things I really wanted to do is is make sure that the the website um, was in both languages and uh, and so it could reach more people. Mm -hmm. I'm finding that that people are writing from all over the world. And I think that's beautiful. Um, you know, we have uh, people from Italy, from Brazil, from, you know, the U.S., um, from Africa. I mean, people are writing from, you know, loads of places and all demographics. And I think that's also going back to my point, right? It's, it's mm. it, me going through a health, um, you know, challenge is not, um, doesn't, doesn't mean that I'm not going to be helped or inspired or uplifted by, you know, someone's story related to something, you know, I don't know, something they've gone through with their child or a divorce or, or anything. So for me, it's, 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 it's so useful to, to read those other stories and be uplifted and, and even apply um, recommendations and techniques that others have used to my case. Right. And I think that's where the richness also lies. Um, and I love the multicultural aspect. And so I'm just so happy that, you know, that this is Reaching going way beyond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, technology gets such a bad reputation at times, especially social media. But it's so important as well if it's used correctly. It's so important for people like you setting up this kind of platform so that they can reach people um, because other form other forms don't work and at the moment we can't just meet and greet and and people need to be able to connect more and more tech is so so important 
So I'm glad you've got it, this all set up in particular. But you know what? I wanted to, when I spoke to you, I know we had a, a little chat with each other yesterday. And I was trying to imagine, you know, anybody who was faced with their own mortality. Um, so they get bad news from the doctor or, you know, and, and they don't know if it's going to be a good outcome or not. And I imagine anybody who's faced with that and or had to rise from great adversity will have a very, very different mindset and perspective to others. I mean, like you said before, now matters more than ever. And when you're not faced with that, oh, you're thinking about the future all the time. And you're thinking about when I get there, I'll do this. And when I have that, I'll be happy. And so your mindset must be completely different. But what is the greatest lesson that you've learned or the biggest tip you could give to others who are currently struggling to change their inner torment? Yeah, I guess the first thing just to say is that, you know, when when you first are hit with this, I mean, I think that's the right word. You're hit with it like you're hit by a truck and you I mean, it just it's it's just mind boggling. You know that this situation is happening. Um, and so it's so normal to go through all of that um, grief and, and all those emotions. You no. Know? And I think here I, I think the important thing is also to consider that this is just normal and that we have to be kind to ourselves you know, and, and realize that we have to process you know, what, what we're processing. Mm. Um, now, from there, I think the, the, the mindset that kicks in is, is what you just described, um, Adele, which is, is that, that you know, this, is, this is the present moment that I have. And, and so I don't wanna waste any of it. And when I say waste, I don't mean like not do something um, you know, particular or you know, go on a trip or do, I mean, I, I, I'm just meaning that, that I don't want to, um, you know, in this moment, which is the only thing I have, I don't want to be in a bad space. Um, you know, I don't wanna be depressed. I don't wanna be, um, you know, not being able to enjoy my, you know, my kids and the things that are important to me and the people in my family and, you know, my friends and, and everything that's important to me, I want to be in the best space I can for. So even though I, you know, I need to give myself that space to be able to cry and to shout and to do whatever I need to do, um, you know, this is, this is the gift that I have, which is the time that I have in mm. front of me. And, you know, I, I want to be in a good space. Um, so that was kind of the, the, that's the main message um, that I think uh, comes out, but, but the, the core of it all is, is that realization, you know, that, that you have that inner strength and that it's your decision. You can decide how you're going to react to the situation you have in front of you and what you're gonna make of it. And, um, and knowing that and really taking, um, you know, the control of that mm. is, is key. And of course, you know, while you're going through treatment, there's going to be lots of days where, you know, I, there were many days where I felt I've, I have felt very, very sick. And, you know, it's, it's really counterintuitive that, you know, when you start the path of, of this illness, you feel fine. And then you start with the treatments and the treatments just make you so sick. And, mm. you know, you have to, I had, I had to remind myself, you know, this treatment is healing me. It's, it's making me, um, recover but when you're feeling physically so ill it's just hard to mentally be in a good space mm. and there you have to reverse the the mindset you have to think you know what this is 
temporary. I know I'm going to get through this. Like, I don't know when, I don't know, you know, how many days it's going to take for me to feel better. Um, but I know this is temporary and I'm going to get through it. And so what can I do to feel good in this moment? And so then I would just reach out to the things that, you know, that could help me, uh, feel good in that moment. And I think community is super important. Mm. Um, you know, reaching out to, to, to create that community and to your friends and, I think here it's also about going back to the point I made before about vulnerability and sharing your story. If you're not open and vulnerable and share your story with others, then they don't know that you're going through this. Um, and so, you know, it's a lot about asking for what you need yeah. and, uh, and in sharing that you're going to help others. Um, but if you don't, you know, ask your, your community uh, for help, then, then you can't get that help. Right. So, um, I think that's also really important. You're providing point, that, yeah. that community. And as well as your website, you do have other social media uh, platforms as well. But I, I was reading some of the quotes on your Instagram page and I was thinking, why can't we take those when we are well? Why can't we take those and run with them? Why, you know, we read lots of quotes and think, oh, yeah, that's right. And then we don't follow that advice. I mean, time is precious, suspend it wisely um you know when it is and we don't realize when we feel like we've got all the time in the world and just like yeah. you said there with community i would put purpose in with that as well i, I remember reading a book on happiness oh, well it was about the happiest place on earth and they said it was uh, <laughs> okinawa you know the the japanese island and they said they're, they're apparently the happiest people on earth i think it's because they're all retired but um they said because they've got <laughs> <laughs> they said because they've got community because they all uh, don't just live in families they really do live in a community but they've also got a purpose even though they they may not be going out to work they've got a purpose they've got their uh, plots where they work and grow their vegetables they go out and they attend to things in the community uh, and i think your website and your social media platforms really push that that message as well as community it's pushing the message of having a purpose and you've had one whilst you've been off having treatment so you know if anybody wants to get in touch with you how do they do it it's so important that they see these things that you're putting out there these positive messages and yeah and, and uh, these empowering people how do they do that how do they find you so the website is is youarethehero.com it's spelled just with a u so it's u a r e t h e h e r o.com um okay. You can also see the Spanish version with a slash ES, uh, or you can, you know, navigate within the website. On the website, you'll find a section called Hero Stories, and there you can peruse all the stories, as I was mentioning before. Um, and then there's a section called Share Your Story, and there is where you can, um, you know, people can, can submit their stories, um, you know, 500 words or less. And, you know, uh, really take that leap of, of uh, wanting to share and be vulnerable and heal and, you know, help others. And I think it's just such a beautiful gift um, that you can give others if, you, if you've been through something and can help others get through it better. Um, as you said, we do also, you know, have social media. Um, the Instagram uh, handle is you are the hero um, with um, 
spaces in between. So it's it's you with a little you, and then it's uh, are the hero. Um, and also the same content um, can be found in uh, Twitter. Um, but yeah, we, we really, um, on, on, in Instagram, you know, it's more to little have like small kind of little pills yeah. of, of good, uh, of good, uh, information. Um, so what we've tried to do is, is, you know, take quotes and information, um, that's shared in those stories and share them there. So mm. I've shared my story. Um, it's, it's, uh, in, I've shared a few different parts of my story. It's on the website as well in the, who we are section. Mm. Um, and, uh, and the website, uh, and the, um, Instagram is basically, there are some of my quotes peppered in there, but it's mostly content and, and, and stories from people all over the world who have, uh, unleashed their inner heroes and are, are wanting to be, you know, helpful and have so generously shared their stories. Mm. So I'm, I'm really thankful for that as well. Well, we are going to put all of those, all of that information about your website and also your social media sites. We're going to pop those onto the Inspire Radio Facebook page, um, and also a bit of promotion about when you know when this is going to be aired. So people listening to it now obviously may have seen this message before. So hopefully they can look back if they've not seen it and just find all the information on the Facebook page. Um, but just like your website and your social media quotes, um, you know they're really, really pushing inspiring, motivational, and positive quotes our way and messages. You are also, Jessica, it's been wonderful speaking to you and you are perfect to talk to for our inspirational hour. And I wish you, oh, thank you. I wish you all the best. I hope everything um, goes really well with your results. And uh, yeah, we get to chat more and more because I'd like to keep in touch. You've been a wonderful guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Adele. Inspire Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. Maybe you would like to appear as a guest on Inspire Radio. If you would, simply email inspire at inspireradio.co.uk. Check out our website as well, inspire at inspireradio.co.uk for all our program schedules, presenter information and the latest podcasts where you can listen again. Check out our Facebook page, which is Inspire Radio UK. Once again, a big thank you for you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast brought to you by the team at Inspire Radio. Copyright applies. This, 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 this is Inspire Radio.